0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: up everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Sermon Legend along with my coach Macaulay Matthew. I am of course William Amo. What's up Mac? What's going on?
2: Hey, what's up? How's it going?
1: I'm doing good man. Busy Saturday. Glad to have you on the show. Glad to be on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on, tuning in to this episode on today's uh, show. We're going to be talking about um, the Knicks. Uh, forming forming uh, Nickanova over here. You know, they're forming Villanova with the Knicks. I mean, the past couple of years, they've been forming the Ken- Kentucky Wildcat with the Knicks, but now they're forming Villanova with the Knicks. So now they're Nickanova now. So we'll talk about that. talk about CM Punk uh, versus Samoa Joe on on the collision course. This is the first time these two uh, – wrestling legends went toe to toe, uh, since 18 years ago. So that was a momentous, uh, match, uh, for the, the Owen Hart, um, tournament. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk about the the Mets and the Yankees as they approach the all-star break. Um, and you know, the, the selections, we'll talk about that. And whatever else is on our mind, uh, you know um most importantly you know the number is um 563-999-3529 that's 563-999-3529 feel free to talk uh you know about any of these topics some more we'd love to hear from you um yeah i guess before we dive into the the nick the nick's uh big signing the the bigger news, uh, sports wise, uh, was uh, the the Victor Wommyamba you know story um, that involved Britney Spears. You know you know on this show we talk sports, entertainment, everything else, and yeah, this story definitely uh, has a life of its own. It's definitely sports and entertainment oriented. Um, crazy story. Um, basically, in case you didn't know. Britney Spears, you know, the, you know, um, long-time pop singer, she apparently um, went up to Victor Wambayama, you know, how do you pronounce his name. Wambayama, you know, yeah.
2: When Yama, or how however you
1: want to say it, Wambayama. When, um, uh, when, when his back was turned, she tapped on him. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, his security guard, um, you know, slapped slapped her and she she fell down you know um my take is i mean obviously you know it was a, an accident but um yeah i mean th- you know the guy shouldn't have uh the 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 you know the guard should have been careful you know not to hit her i mean obviously he was doing his job to to protect Wambiamba from you know anybody popping any any person popping up on him cuz you know he didn't know who it was the person could try to do something bad to him, and you know my take is, you know, Britney Spears, she's been, you know, a star for practically her entire life from, you know, the Mickey Mouse, you know, the Mickey Mouse what clubhouse? over the heck? they call the show again? Mickey, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? It wasn't Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Yeah, I think it was Mickey, Mickey Club, Mickey Mouse Club,
2: something like that.
1: Yeah. Because they used to have a, a one in the fifties, and they they revamped it, you know, with her, um, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera, yeah. I don't know. What was was Ryan was Ryan Ryan Grand Grand Ryan um. What's his name again? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Was he on that show? Ryan too?
2: Gosling. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, like, um, yeah. So she, you know, she's been she was a childhood star. You know, she's been in the limelight for a long time. You know, um. I mean, I think she should have known not to just sneak up on somebody to tap them. But I guess she felt, you know, you know, she's famous. You know, he should know who she was. I don't know if she was in disguise or whatnot. And you know, that that's what happened. Unfortunately for her. I mean, um,
2: Mickey Mouse Club. That's what. It was oh, Mickey called.
1: Mouse Club. Okay. Yeah. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is the kitty, the kitty, the kitty um, show that they had a few years ago the animated series one yeah so it's Mickey all right Mickey Mouse club there you go um but yeah i mean yeah i mean it's just a a crazy story i mean this is like the second time she she approached a celebrity and she didn't she didn't um get recognized um like she one time she approached like several years ago she approached Ed O'Neill you know the guy who played uh Al Bundy from Married with Children and you know, he took a photo of her but he didn't he didn't he didn't know it was her, you know. But um
2: Yeah, Britney Spears should know better because, you know, as someone who's in the limelight and you're mm-hmm. constantly, you know, being harassed by paparazzi and you have fans like uh, you know, wherever you go asking for autographs or the mm-hmm. things to you, she should know better. And, you know, right now Victor Wam Wambayama He's the biggest name in the NBA right now. Mm -hmm. He hasn't
1: even played a game yet.
2: uh, He hasn't even played a regular season game yet. And, you know, right now, you know, he's all over the place. And his security's tight right now. And his security informed, his team informed him that don't stop for autographs or Mm -hmm. take pictures in public because it's going to cause a huge crowd. And who knows what can happen after a a crowd builds up. So that's why he couldn't stop. And Mm then decided to chase him down and tap him on the shoulder, and that's when security stepped in and brushed her hand aside. And then she ended up hitting her own, end up hitting her own self with her hand. And then she decided to call police. And police investigated and found that there were no, you know, it was accidental that hit. So they're not gonna press charges, but.
1: Why couldn't she wait? Why? I mean, I'm sure she could enter any club, enter any restaurant or wherever she wanted to go. Why couldn't she just wait? Why couldn't she just wait to go inside when he went inside? When he went, went to go inside. I think they were leaving. I think they were
2: leaving the, um, the restaurant probably. Oh. Well, this will look like they were outside.
1: No, I know they were definitely outside for sure, but I didn't know if they were coming into the restaurant or or wherever or coming out. I didn't. I didn't know the whole details about it that but yeah it's um yeah this was an avoidable thing like um yeah i mean she she should have known better you know no know, knowing that she's a you know she's a she's she's been like you said she's been the limelight you know we've basically been saying this the whole time she's been you know she's been a, a celebrity practically her whole life yeah i mean if it was the other way around you know it wouldn't have been acceptable you know a man can't just go up tapping a woman on the shoulder just because he he's a quote-unquote fan of hers you know that's not kosher like if if, if one of them tapped her on the one of her tapped her on the shoulder from behind and okay let's say she didn't you know she she didn't know he couldn't do that you know what yeah. i mean yeah so i think this story's kind of blown out out of out of proportion you know
2: it, and now you have Britney Spears fans. They're posting memes and making fun of Victor, and they plan on going to games and harassing him. I mean, Britney needs to tell her fan base to chill. Mhm.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a messed up situation because now he's tainted by what his his guard was his his guard did. You know, he told the guard to slap 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 her. You know. And I mean, you know, what I mean, like and the guard, the guard didn't know who the person was. You know, he was trying to defend the person. I mean, obviously, he should have been careful not to hit a woman. You know, but yeah, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy story. But um, you know, it's a good thing Brittany is okay. You know, but um.
2: Yeah, good thing that yes. she's not hoping, you know. She'll she's I hope after she learns her lesson not to chase people down and tap them on their shoulders. she so she'll know better she next should.
1: time. Why don't you just go up to the security guard and act and tell tell act like she could have did that?
2: Well that would have been a good idea. Or maybe arrange something afterwards, have her people call his people.
1: Yeah, I mean they have connections. I mean like, I heard he found out the day afterwards that was her.
2: Yeah, he didn't even know what was going on.
1: Uh, son told me this, is, this won't be the end of the story. They'll probably probably do an interview together or she invite him to one of her Vegas shows if she's still doing it.
2: If she's coherent. Say what? If she's coherent.
1: If she's still a a fan of his, you never know. I mean, because, you know, that's what everybody was saying. You know, she was, you know, tapping on the shoulder because she's a fan of his. But he hasn't even played, he didn't even play NCAA. Unless she was watching, you know, NCAA, uh, she was watching international basketball games. I mean, other than him just being signed number one, I mean, you know, there wouldn't be, uh, you know, a logical fan reason for why she tapped him on the shoulder, but, I mean, it is what it is. So, you know, hopefully she's okay. Hopefully she's not, you know, I assume she's not seriously hurt from it. Maybe it's just her, you know, ego, you know, of, you know, being hurt, you know, hit, you know, unexpectedly. Um, so, you know, I hope everything works out for them. Um. But shifting gears, um, yeah, let's let's talk Knicks basketball. Um Yeah, the Knicks they made a good sign in. They they signed um Dante DiVincenzo. Vincenzo and uh you know this guy you know it's a good signing, uh, you know, uh, a solid um backup guy. You know, basically you're getting uh, Josh Hart 2.0. You know, they they were former players with, with Branson and Villanova. You know, the um they they want a title together. I think I think Brunson Brunson won t- two titles over there, you know, during his time in Villanova. Um, but yeah, those guys, you know, they have chemistry with each other. You know, I think it's a great signing um, that those guys are are reunited. I think it's a great thing. Uh, but yeah, the Knicks they they still need they still need to be on the hunt for for a superstar player. I mean. Uh, I don't like. Again, we talked about this last week when, you know, the rumors of Toppin was was getting traded. You know, was uh, pretty close to being done, but yeah, now it's so official. And I, I don't like this trade at all. I mean, it's you know, you're basically getting two draft picks. They should have drafted Halliburton when they had the chance, and now Halliburton is playing with with Ob Toppin. Like this, this, this is a, this is another this is another. Bad draft that we we've had in recent years. You know what I mean? Like I like Toppin, but they never played him. So we we he he showed some flashes of of, of his potential, but uh, Tibble never played him, really played him, except when Randall was hurt. You know, last year. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just. Let me tell up, you man. something, brother. <laughs> Let me
2: tell you something
1: about this Go trade. Hulk, Mac. Let
2: me tell you something. The Knicks are idiotic. Toppin, Toppin, Obi Toppin was one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player on the Knicks. Me too. In these past few Tell seasons. Him. Tell him. And this guy brought energy to this team. Yep. His dunking ability, his, the way he can run down the court. I mean, sure, there's, you know, as I've been saying, he does need to work on his postgame. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that he needs to improve upon. But when he was in the starting lineup when um, Randall was out,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: he was. You Mr. Yeah, he was like you know up to twenty points a game. Yeah,
1: like forty. Has- there was a game he had like 40, 42 points, and the, the other game after that he had like thirty something points. Like he was, he was, he was doing his thing. And yeah, yeah. He, he grew up a Knicks fan. Like, yeah. I, like this guy played with his with his with his heart, his emotions, man. Like. You, you you just traded him away like, like he was nothing, man. Like, there's another wasted pick. They wasted a pick on, on – on um what's his name? Kevin Knox. They wasted a pick on uh, – they wasted a pick on Toppin now. I mean, I, I I like the pick, but the problem is they traded him away for nothing. Two, two measly second-round picks. I think one of the picks is, like, 2029 or something like that. It's like, this is a waste of – this was a waste of, to draft do,
2: I you know because you know there was rumors that Toppen was unhappy with his role, you know and, and rightfully so because yeah you know he he needed more playing time you know show yeah. to, to what he can do, and you know Thibodeau doesn't like playing young guys like that for some reason,
1: but, yeah, but yet, they signed his younger brother Jacob Toppen. good luck with that
2: yeah that's that's very very strange
1: <laughs> oh man
2: series of events that happened wow. know, with that with you know, with, with that whole thing, but yeah, man, Toppen uh, he had potential. He definitely had yep. potential. Uh, I loved his energy. I loved his athleticism, and I thought you know he could be a Knicks for life. Yeah, Nick ruined it, man, as usual. They
1: ruined it. Yep they they dropped the ball. They, they 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 turned the ball over like Randall on the clutch.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't get it. And Thibodeau, if Thibodeau doesn't do something with the Knicks this year if they don't go further than the second round he needs to go i'm sorry
1: hey man i mean i recommend I the coach but yeah I've know, been a the moves fan. last
2: year were questionable yeah. especially in the postseason.
1: right i've been a temporal fan for the longest time like i wanted this guy to be the Knicks uh head coach for the longest time you know even before he went to minnesota you know when he was with with the chicago uh, but yeah man he doesn't play the, he doesn't play the young guys and because of this because his his uh, him his uh, him not playing the young guys, this led to Toppin getting traded. And I, to be honest with you, I think this is gonna haunt us. Toppin might even be Toppin might eventually be an all star, a, a one time all star maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah he's very possible. Maybe
1: maybe two or three times. But, very, very this, possible. but this guy, like y'all waste y'all wasting him. Y'all did not develop him at all. Yeah, like I, I really you still don't even know what you have in them, and you just trade it. You just trade it away. I feel the same way. Like when, when the Mets let go Ju- Justin Turner and Daniel Murphy, they let them go for nothing in free agency. I, yeah. I I literally I literally said that like this was a mistake that these guys would be all stars, and sure enough, both of them became all stars. Turner became an all star with, with the team he grew up grew, grew up rooting for, the Dodgers, and ended up winning a championship with them. And, and then of
2: became two wolves.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> and then,
1: and of course, M- Murphy. He had that great postseason in 2015. They yep. let him go, and and then you know he he became an all star, and you know he had a, a great season. Like, you know.
2: Yeah. And oh yeah,
1: now that I think about, it, he came back. He, he he um he got um he signed with the the um the Angels. The Mets could have signed him too. They could have signed yeah. him back, because especially with the DH. Like the guy, the guy could hit. The guy, the guy could still hit. Like what? Like that was his, the problem with him. He, you know, he wasn't good defensively. But now you got the DH, and you, the Mets have a DH problem. Vogelbach has been playing better lately. He's finally playing the way that we expected him to play ever since last year. But you could have signed, you could have signed Murphy. You could have had another bat in the in the lineup. But they they dropped the ball on that one. That's why to me. Is like Tom Thibodeau, Billy Epler, man, Billy Epler, man, he's so overrated, man. The best thing he did was being the assistant, assistant, the assistant GM with, under Brian Cashman. That's the only good thing he's done. As a as a GM with the Angels, he's suspect. He's suspect, and with the Mets, he's suspect. I I from day one, I never, I never, I never liked the signing of Billy Epler being signed. You know what I mean? Because I wanted somebody more proven like Theo Epstein or david stern, which um you know he he should be um uh he might he might be uh, you know available after the season's over the, the Mets might sign him as a potential president of basketball of, of baseball operations, but I never liked the Billy Epler signing to me it, it was like kind of like the you know hiring mickey calloway or or um, uh, louis 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 Soho. Like, no, no, is that his name? No, Luis Rojas. Like, and yes, Epler has more experience than both of those guys did, you know, because Epler did briefly manage the the Angels, but he, he don't have the track record. He don't have no 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 postseason track record or, or postseason um, success. Prior to, I mean, I mean, other than being the assistant GM of the Yankees, you know, when they won the title that year, oh, 2011. no, two thousand and nine. I mean, my bad. I mean, other than that, like, as a GM, he he doesn't have any success. Like I said, the only success he had was as an assistant GM under the Yankees, under Crashman with the Yankees. But other than that, he as a as a, a GM, he hasn't he hasn't had any success. Last year was literally the first time he went to the playoffs as a GM, and they didn't do nothing. They got they got their butt kicked by the very same team. We're losing to right now three nothing as as the game's going on right now in the 6th. You know, like it's just it's just messed up, man. I don't even know what to say right now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They blew it. They literally blew it with, with topping. I hope they're happy with them, with themselves because this was a a, a a dumb a dumb move. You're literally trading him to the guy that you should have drafted instead of him. If you weren't going to use him, you should have drafted Halliburton.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. They then then might regret this.
1: And wasn't um, Kevin Knox the same draft when, when they could have got Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. The Knicks just keep doing the same, they keep doing the same thing. And then they drafted, they could have drafted Ron Artest, but no, they drafted Frederick Weiss. Like I mean, it just proves to you, man. The Knicks, man. When we draft a a, a French supposedly star center star, and and Weiss, he's a bust. And then, but the Spurs, they they draft Victor Wambayama, You know, like we can never catch a break. After we dropped the Ewing, we, we we just we just we just can't we just can't catch a break, and we still can't even win a title. Thanks to Jordan. I'm I'm speechless, man.
2: It's Ridiculous.
1: It man, it is what it is, man. We've we've been doing this from 2009, man, and nothing's changed except for the calendar year. Same same stuff, man. And it, and another thing is. If we help the if we help um, if we if we help trade uh, Damian Lillard to the Heat and we you know just just so we just so we could get um, Tyler Hero, which I mean Tyler Hero is a clutch player. Don't get me wrong, but if you're gonna help the Heat get da- D- Damian Lillard, you might as well just you might as well just fold up tent and just kiss their rings because. We we ain't we, we ain't touching the Heat. We Heat Heat is the team that beat in the in the in the Eastern the Eastern Conference. If you yeah. help if you help them get the Heat, if you help Lillard go to the Heat, you might as well just you might as well just kiss you might you might as well just kiss Pat Riley on the cheek and say congratulations on, on winning another title down there when you couldn't help the Knicks win a title.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Unbelievable. We have Pat Riley, arguably one of the greatest coaches, head coaches of all time, who I do think is better than Phil Jackson, even though Phil Jackson has maybe I don't know six more titles than he did. He does probably. I lost count. But yeah, man, Pat, Pat Riley went every place he went. Lakers, Super Showtime Lakers, won titles with them. Comes in the Knicks, can't win a title. go go to the Heat and, and they win three. So far. But once once they get once they get Lillard, man, it's a wrap, man. It's ridiculous. It's a wrap. It's ridiculous. This team's gonna be even dangerous than the than the LeBron James, Damian Wade teams, if they get if they get if they get Damian Lillard. That, that's that's unbelievable, man. You're gonna you to trade him to a a, a a a a league, a conference rival. That'd be stupid. You might as well you might as well trade him within the division. You might as well allow him to go c- come into the trade to the Nets or or or, or the Celtics or or Seventy Sixers or somebody like that. And that's why people think, oh, Embiid is coming. Embiid is coming. Man, they're not gonna trade. They're not gonna trade the, him to the Knicks or, or Jalen Brown. Nope. From the Celtics to us, like, come on, nobody, nobody's helping us. Nope, nobody's helping us. We have to help ourselves. We gotta draft better and and, and sign some of these. Uh, Get a get a, a superstar who has who has some, you know, uh, jewels and, and come up, that can handle the pressure and, and, and change the culture. That's it. That's what we could do. In the meanwhile we we have to build a, a, a solid nucleus around these players. Problem is we don't even know if RJ Barrett's gonna be in this trade. I mean if uh, yeah, if RJ Barrett's gonna be in the trade or if they're gonna trade him for OG uh and an O B. I mean, we must well get Obi Wan Kenobi at this rate. I mean, we 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 we're, we need a new hope. We need a new hope. We traded with Obi. Help us, Obi Wan. Obi Wan Topping, you are only hope, and we traded him away. Like, what are we gonna What are we gonna do, man? Like, until we get a superstar player, or we wait. We 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 wait until Donovan Mitchell becomes a free agent. I, I don't. I don't know what we're gonna do. As long as we don't mess up the cap, our cap space, I mean, I, that's all I can say.
2: Yep, nothing else to say about the Knicks, you know. Same old story.
1: Same old story, man. It's, I mean, what can we say, man? Yeah, and that's I all hope, I can say uh, about that. I hope
2: Toppen uh, comes back to the Garden and drops 40.
1: I don't think you have to hope. I think that's a given. It's a given. I'm, I'm telling you right now. What is it? Uh... July eighth, twenty twenty three. Save this on tape, ladies and gentlemen. Obi Toppin's gonna come in the guard and score like thirty to thirty five points on us minimum. He's coming to score points on us. It, it, it's gonna happen, and he's gonna draw. He's gonna be talking trash to to to, to Thibodeau. I, I I see it. I see it right now. It's going That's what exactly what's gonna happen, and we're gonna lose the game, of course. Julius Randle gonna do a turnover. We're probably gonna lose by three, or a point, or whatever. I don't even know what day the, the, the Pacers is coming to the Garden, but you could write it down. And that that's what's gonna happen. I don't even know if R.J. Barrett's gonna even be on this team. And if we're gonna if we're gonna trade R.J. Barrett, we might as well have traded him in the the Donovan Mitchell trade then. Because anybody else we're gonna get in, the, in this trade, I don't think is gonna be better than Donovan Mitchell. And besides, nobody else want to come here. Paul George was willing to come here if we gave him a, a massive, a massive contract, and he's an injury-prone dude. That's the only reason why he would come here. So, unless we, we, we do the, we keep we we keep doing it the smart way and not waste our our money on on, on mediocre players. You know that don't help the team. We should have the cash space to get somebody in the future, Plus, we supposedly supposed, to, we're supposed to have all this draft cap, draft capital all these picks and and you just wasted topping topping could have been an asset for you to trade away but instead you train them for two two second round picks, not even not even a not even a first round pick or two first round picks you trade them away for two two random <laughs> second round picks, right? Like, are you kidding me? My goodness, man. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't get it. I don't know, man.
2: I wonder who's, who's worse at, uh, which organization makes the worst decisions, the Knicks or the Mets? The, Mets.
1: the Nets or the Mets? <laughs>
2: the Mets, what? New York
1: Mets. Oh, New York Mets, yeah. And uh, luckily, they're, uh, I guess the more of the story, kids, don't root for teams that wear orange and blue. They'll break your heart. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. Please believe me. <laughs> yeah, man. Like being a Mets fan, true. Especially a Mets fan, man. Like there's no escapism. You watch TV shows they talk smack on the Mets. You watch cartoons, even like, like, for example, Family Guy, sitcoms, Married with Children. Like all these shows, they all talk smack on the Mets. Like it's like a timeless thing to talk smack on the Mets. Like you can't, you can't escape. The only way you can escape a horrible Met loss just to show off the TV and to show off the radio and just pretend like the game didn't happen,
0: which <laughs> I'm
1: very familiar with that, might, <laughs> might I add. But it is what it is, man. Like, I mean, to the Mets' credit, they're, they've they been playing better. They won six in a row, which ties their... You guys row. have won
2: six in a row?
1: Yeah, they won six in a row. Get out of town. They turned it, turn it around, but right now they're losing 3 nothing to the Padres, the team that knocked them out. And ironically they're going to be facing joe musgrove uh tomorrow uh when he opposes Mac- max Serger uh to end the all-star break so yeah that this is both, the both teams are um basically they were picked to be the favorites to you know come, to you know go to the national league you know to to be national league champions or potential world series champions and they're both are um, you know underdeveloped, underwhelming, but they both have been playing better of late, late. Oh my goodness! And Lindor just made an error right now, as we were speaking. Um, but yeah, both teams are are playing better. Um, but yeah, they're both both teams are like five games under 500, you know. And uh, yeah, the Mets they're not going to catch the Braves. Um, yeah, they're like, I don't know, 16 games back or at least I lost track, you know. Um, but, yeah, the Mets only hope. And, you know, the Mets, you know, they, they're a team historically known for coming back. You know, never they never say die attitude. you got to believe, uh, exemplified 50 years ago, 73. Um, obviously, you know, coming back, you know, in the Red Sox series in 86, The Miracle Mets of 69, you know, obviously, you know, they were always a horrible team, but just them winning 100 games was a miracle within itself, even though they had great pitching and timely hitting. But, um, yeah, the Mets organization has been known to do the impossible, you know. But, you know, they ain't catching the Braves in this division. And yeah, they just have been game.
2: unstoppable, man. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were in the bar, and uh, I think I saw a graphic where they were 21-4 last month?
1: Something yeah, like the, that? Or they won yeah. 21
2: the last 25 games?
1: Yeah, the Mets are, the Mets are um, so far undefeated in July, but they got their work cut out for them. Um, they're in the bottom of the six, one on, nobody out, and they're losing 3 nothing. So, uh, Peterson's on the mound as we speak. Hopefully, they can the The offense can spark late like they did the past couple of games uh, in a row, like these last two games in a row. Um, but we shall see. Um, is yeah, oh, but yeah, congratulations to the Mets. They have uh, Pete Alonso. Uh, he's 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 going to his what third or fourth All Star game. Congrats. And uh, it just was announced today that Kodai Senga is going to make his – in his rookie year, he's making his first all-star game appearance because uh, Strowman, he reta- Strowman uh, decided not to play in the all-star game so he could arrest himself. So uh, congrats to Kodai Senga. Uh, congrats. He's, he's a rookie, and he's, uh, he's played in several all-star games in uh, Japan. And in his rookie season, he's um, – He's an all-star. To me, the biggest uh, omission would, is uh, Brandon Nimmo and um, uh, Francisco Lindor. I think those two guys should have made the all-star um, as well. I mean, Robertson was great, too. I think he should have made it also. But uh, I think I think Nimmo and uh, Lindor should have been easily all-stars. But it is what it is, man. Um, we're not the Yankees. We can't have we can't have, you know, eighteen players from our one team you know, <laughs> going to the all star game, so no, it is what it is. So we'll see what happened with that. Uh speaking of the Yankees, uh uh the Yankees uh you know, they they won. I think it was six three. Six three, yeah. Uh, uh, John had, two, had a three one home run. Two home runs. A guy who's who's no stranger to all star games himself.
2: Yeah, he's been um, struggling a bit this year so far,
1: mm-hmm.
2: especially since and, he come back from the, the injury.
1: And what's his name? Uh, Aaron Judge. He, you know, he's gonna miss the All Star game due to the ear injury.
2: So, yeah, he hurt his toe uh, a month ago, and he's still out right now. Although he's been, he's been hitting, but he doesn't know if he can run yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see um, what his timetable looks like. Maybe he comes back after the All Star break. Um, what's, your
1: th- what's your thoughts on Rodan finally making his debut on uh, Friday night?
2: It'll be nice because this, our starting pitching, man, we've been relying heavily on Jericho. Cole. Jared Cole has been sensational this year. I mean, the guy is the 9-2 entering today with, uh, what was it? I think he has under 3 ERA, something like 2.8. The, the guy that's been carrying our whole pitching staff in As games expression. that he pitched. He we're fourteen and five in his starts. That's mm-hmm. good for seventy three percent, seventy three percent winning percentage. And I think that's tied for the most wins for uh, actually that's second amongst pitchers in this year for team wins. So he's the only guy right now that's performing on our pitching staff. Severino has been very inconsistent. Uh, he's been his butt whooped lately. Um, we miss Rondon. Hopefully he pitches well in his debut. Can't wait to see you know what he does. But yeah, that will be a big boost to our pitching staff because
1: what? I other mean than he,
2: Cole. We haven't. I mean uh, he, he,
1: Yeah, uh, he debuted yesterday.
2: Right, right, yeah, right, right. But hopefully what? he'll give us a he'll give our team a boost. I didn't see the game yesterday, by the way, so I kind of missed right. that. But they ended up losing to three to the Cubs three nothing right. um, in that game. Well, hopefully, going forward, you know, him and Cole could be a one-two punch. And um, other than that, I mean, you gotta hope Severino. You gotta, which you gotta hope that he pitches better. And uh, I know um, what's his name had a perfect game the other night. Um, I forget his name now. Um,
1: uh Herman.
2: Uh, Herman. He's got. He's inconsistent. So he needs to show that. He needs to show more of that, you know, during his starts. So we'll see. You know, we'll see how this pitching fares after the All-Star break. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully the Yankees will look like a different team when they come back from the All-Star break as well because this year has been up and down so far.
1: hmm And uh, speaking of no-hitters, congratulations to Matt Manning and uh, the two Marish relievers. No relation to Eli Manning. Right. And uh, relievers uh, Jason Foley, no relation to Mick Foley.
2: hmm
1: and uh uh Alex Alex Lang the closer, they all combined uh to 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 throw a three person no hitter. So, uh, you know, congrats uh to to the Detroit Tigers. This was the first no hitter since Verlander threw one uh, you know, many years ago. So, you know, congrats to them. And uh, you know, Pete Alonso he's gonna try to win his Third um, home run derby after failing to do so uh, last year, and he's going to try to do it with three different pitching, uh, you know, pitch, you know, um, people who's throwing the ball. P- three different pitchers, I guess you could say, um, and he's doing it in uh, Safeco Field, which was the place where Ken Griffey Jr. you know dominated the home run derby. So he's going to. Try to match uh, Griffey and win three. So good luck to him. To be honest with you, I wish he would have uh, not played in the home run derby because I don't want him to get hurt. You know, I think he should save it for the real game. But you know, Pete Alonso loves it. You know. Yeah, yeah. As much as I love seeing him do it, you know, I think the first two years, uh, I think ever since last year, I'm like, you know, he should just, you know. Didn't he win it already? Yeah, he won the first two. He he tried, and yeah, then, so
2: he he wants to do it again.
1: Yeah, he loves it. He tried. He, last time was the first time he lost it. Now nah, he's going. Now nah, this is what he wants attempt. to be like
2: the Nate the Nate Robinson of uh, the <laughs> yeah. Home Run Derby.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he what he wants to do. That's exactly what it is. Um. But, yeah, let's uh, let's shift gear to, um, to um, okay, let, yeah, let's talk about AEW. Um, yeah, um, basically, tonight they had um, CM Punk go one-on-one with um, Samoa Joe. I think the last time they fought each other was like 18 years ago with the Ring of Honor. And all those other times they fought each other, um, Samoa Joe always beat him. But tonight was a different story. Uh, uh, CM Punk, you know, he he um, you know, he beat him with a you know roll up, schoolboy pin for the victory, and then you know Samoa Joe. Um, after losing the Owen Hart tournament, uh, CM Punk, uh, I mean Samoa Joe was gonna offer his hands, you know, to be a good sport. Even though uh, CM Punk defeated him to advance for the Owen Hart uh, Tournament Finals to face um, Absolute Ricky Stark, because Ricky Stark, Ricky Stark uh, defeated his former Team Taz member Powerhouse Hobbs in his semifinals. So when uh, CM Punk accepted uh, Samoa Joe's, you know, good sportsmanship handshake right afterwards maybe a few seconds later some joe showed his true colors and and put him in the the um the what was it the, the cochina coquina clutch you know his um his sleeper hold and uh you know if fdr didn't come and interfere uh uh some joe was gonna hit up was gonna hit cm punk with a chair and of course Samoa Joe, he's been on a rampage. You know, he attacked uh, Roderick Strong uh, last week. Um, But, um, yeah, it should be an interesting finals. It's going to be absolute Ricky Starks versus um, CM Punk to determine who's going to be the winner of the Owen Hart uh, tournament.
2: I like how AEW pays – paying tribute to Owen Hart for having this tournament. It's a great mm-hmm. idea. something that WWE should have did years ago.
1: They should have, but they... Um,
2: I know they, they, have, to... they have, you know, the, that whole dispute going on with his wife and family. But yeah,
1: because she claims that, um, that they sued her after her husband died. So, you know, they, they claim she'd she didn't give them, you know, rights to 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 um you know induct them, and she claim she claims that the reason why she didn't she didn't give them the right to or, to you know induct him into the Hall of Fame is because they they sued her they sued her right after he died, so yeah, there's a lot of blood between both uh, the WWE and her, so mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean that's a you know a consolation prize at least. A, the fans, thanks to AEW, the fans have a way to honor and show their their thanks and appreciation to you know all all the things that Owen Hart did as a wrestler. Yeah,
2: definitely one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. And oh. I think uh, the best moment, the reason that we have the tournament, not only because Owen Hart was a uh, you know remembered as a great technical wrestler and one of the best wrestlers that we've ever seen, but you know, King of the Ring, that was like his come-up party. King of the mm-hmm. Ring '94. That's one of my favorite King of the Rings as well. Wore a neon uniform and you know beat the Patonka, one, two, three kid, and Razor mole in that final of the King of the Ring,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: that was his defining moment right there. That tournament. Right. And so, to have this tournament for AE, AEW to have this tournament in his honor, yeah, you know, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, for years to come.
1: Absolutely. It's honor a guy who who didn't even wrestle for your company. Uh, that that's a, uh, shows what a huge uh, wrestling fan Tony Khan is. Yeah. Um, oh, and speaking of which, the new AEW Fight Forever game, it recently came out, and you can play as Owen Hart. Wow, that, that's,
0: that's great. That,
1: that's the first game you could play as Owen Hart since that, that um WWE Attitude, WWF Attitude game from like, I don't know, 1998 or so. So, uh, you know. Yeah, it's a... It, I haven't played it, but it looks it looks um, fun. And it's made from the same people who made uh, WWF No Mercy, the iconic uh, N64 game that fans have been begging for decades to for it to be remade. So this is the closest thing uh, us wrestling fans have to having that game, you know, be... Oh, shoot. I think um, Alvarez just went deep again. But it's a a solo shot. The Mets are still trailing uh, 3-1, to but the Mets are on the board. Francisco Alvarez with his 17th home run as a young catcher, a rookie catcher, might I add. 17 home runs but yet not an all-star uh, in the seventh yeah the last the last series um alvarez helmer in all three games i'm trying to remember which team it was against um trying to think, i'm trying to think what oh the d backs yeah the d backs man like it, I, I don't i can't feel like the last about 20 years almost 20 years or so Every time we the every time we go on the West Coast, the the Astros are, I mean, the the Diamondbacks are always in first place, and we're the team that always knocks them off and and send them on the on a spiral attempt, you know. Hey, imagine if we we were we were in the playoffs against the the the, the backs, you know, uh, in 2001, you know, we, we could have helped you guys, but oh wait, we did beat them in the, we did knock them out of the playoffs in '99 with your boy Showalter as the GM, the manager, so. You know, we got a little history with, we got a little success, you know, against the, the D-backs, kind of like we have against the Astros, unlike, yeah, you know, another New yeah. York team I know.
2: Yeah, always uh, <laughs> live, reliving the past, right? <laughs> Living in the past again.
1: Hey, that's what we do at Sports Inter- Sports uh, Urban Legend, man. We talk, you know, sports past and the present and the future. So, you know, it's it's appropriate, yeah. man.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> love, you love the D. You love the D- Max I see there.
1: Um, only in 2001, <laughs> and I guess 99, You know. So yeah, I guess those are the only two years I liked them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially 2001. You know. You no, know, they 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 got the receipt for us. So yeah, you, I'm pe- <laughs> you should
2: you should like the game that's going on right now between the Mets and Padres. That looks like an interesting <laughs> game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll you know, Homer, we're, we're, three, we're down 3-1. Um, Marte has been in a slump. He's been hitting to double plays lately. But fortunately for him, you know, the bases isn't loaded and there's nobody on base, so he won't be able to hit into double play this time. Um, but, yeah, we shall see what happens with that. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll shift to uh, WWE. Uh, they had the trial... Um, with the, the Usos, you know, putting Roman Reigns to trial for for the crimes he did against them, betraying the family, being money-hungry. And, um, you know, Roman Reigns apologized to to, um, to uh, Jay. He even gave him his uh, his uh, ceremonial tribal, uh, I think they call it LA, the thing he put on around his neck. Um, he, he put it on his neck and, uh, you know, he's going to give him the title and then he low blowed him. Oh, by the way, it happened to MSG. Um, what was I going to say? M G uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, LA Knight, you know, he, he got another standing ovation from the MSG crowd. Uh, he, he took out practically the entire members of, uh, the the hit, hit roll i mean yeah um LA knight is definitely you know he's definitely inspired by rock and stone cold for sure i mean he he got a, he got like this people elbow kind of move his finisher move is like a modified stone cold stunner except it's more it's more like a takedown move instead of a, a, you know a complete stunner and of course, you know he he sounds he sounds like a a mix of both of them.
2: I found out uh, today that uh, La Knight was once roommates with Don uh, with Moxley.
1: Yeah, I found that out a few days ago too. He he was he, he um he, he knew him. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Just imagine if they were tag teams.
1: And hey, for all we know, they could be. I I don't know. Apparently, he Maybe. was he, he he was um. He was in WWE a decade ago too. Um, yeah, I remember. And then he and then he got released, and then he, um, then he went to, to TNA and became, uh, you know, a champion. Yep. Um, under Eli Drake. And um, you know he's been back and he's, you know he's been uh, dominating. You know he, you know he should have. Should have won the money in the bank, but you know, uh, have, Damian yeah. Priest. Damian Priest, you know, he's he's doing his thing. Uh, you know, after winning the thing, so yeah, there's definitely the intrigue with the possible splint, the splinter of the the Judgment Day. It looks like um, Finn Balor's gonna get kicked out of this group, just like they they kicked out uh, Edge. And speaking of Edge, he. Uh, uh, he defeated Grayson Waller In his first match Smackdown match in I, I don't know how many years So uh, and, and at MSG too So um, Could be his last time ever wrestling in At the world's most famous arena um, Can we think about what happened on Raw Then Co- Cody Rhodes yeah. Hit a, a Cody I- cutter on Brock Lesnar I think
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That was probably the highlight of the show.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything else that happened. The uh, uh, Becky Lynch get attacked by um, Trish. I think I think Trish Trish w- was talking smack. To, they were sm- talking smack to each other.
2: Yeah, um, I can't even remember the what happened.
1: Yeah, I guess that's about it. I can't really think of anything else.
2: I haven't smack SmackDown. I didn't see SmackDown yet on
1: Friday. Well, yeah, um yeah, we just basically talked about it right now, you know, um that you know, um basically Jey Uso cha- cha- is challenging um Roman Reigns a title shot at SummerSlam, but
0: oh yeah. Roman
1: Reigns has not given a response yet, so we'll find out soon enough if they'll go toe to toe uh next month.
2: And you but, know what uh, happened other than that?
1: Uh, yeah, at LA night he took out, uh, you know, the, the, all the male members of Hit Row, minus, of course, B-Fab. Um, uh, What else? Yeah, I think... By the way, boy, we haven't
2: way. seen... Where's Lashley? We haven't seen Lashley in a while.
1: Yeah, I think Lashley popped up in a live event, uh, like in a, um, uh, you know, like a, a live event, a, a, a non-televised live event, a few, not too long ago, maybe a few weeks ago, but other than that, he hasn't been on... T- he hasn't been on on screen probably for like a month or two.
2: Yeah, I wonder if he has an injury or something.
1: Or maybe they're waiting for the moment to pop him up and maybe reform uh, um, the the hurt business. Yeah, that, that could be. Yeah, that could be a good idea. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Anything you'd like to say, Mike? Uh, before we head out.
2: Uh, everyone have a great weekend and. Uh... Check your local listings for my show, IMAC. And come back here and check out Sports Over the Legend. These Saturdays at 11. Only a block's on radio.
1: You're in the man. Check out uh, IMAC. Check your local listings for his podcast. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports of the Legend TV. And, of course, come back on uh, uh, J- July 29th for the return of this show. We're going to take a little break. And, uh, you know, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode. And we shall see you on uh, July 29th. So, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Momo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.